Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, toe-suckingest, tatty, tatty daddiest, vagine dancingest oh recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. That's right. It's the only Bachelor podcast that is more pleasurable than drinking a bug out of a giant novelty-sized margarita glass. I mean, there's so many weird, gross things that happen <laughs> this a, week. A, a week of iconic moments. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what did she just say? And that was like very nice. Um, even though I feel like, I mean, we had a few two-partners in a row. So that was kind of brutal. And now we just have Tuesday nights. Like next week is also just Tuesday. Yeah, I think it's a football thing, seems Mm -hmm. like. That makes sense. I was going to say, what in the Bachelor Nation is going on? But that makes sense. Football, uh, my fantasy team did real poorly, real Mm. poorly last week. And it was not fun. And I was sad about it. Anyway, so that makes You're sense. Such a so jock, Sammy. Yeah, I'm such a jock. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad. Anyway, it's fine. I'm fine. I'll get over it. Maybe this week I'll do okay. It's just always sad when your first week doesn't go well because you just want to yeah. start off on a good foot. Uh but you know uh who didn't start off on a good foot? That's Piper. She started off on a very bad foot mm-hmm. and uh continues to I think be on a bad foot. So I was happy to see on this episode that they started going in on them more because, yeah, it was weird that people were talking about it. It seemed like individually, but then altogether they were just like, it's fine. And it's like, no, it's not. It's really fucked up. And the thing that just keeps getting worse, and I'm sure a lot of this has to do with editing. I'm sure most of it has to do with editing. But I also think other people are being smart and careful on the beach and probably aren't talking so much about their Instagram followings on the beach. Mm -hmm. Because um, if you're being followed by camera crews all day, every day, anything you say may incriminate, incriminate you down the line. And like, I feel like most people on the show are smart enough to know we're not breaking the fourth wall. We're not, as Denise Richards would say, doing bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Like we are. <laughs> what? Well, don't say this is this is a lesson uh, for people who do, you know, uh, terrible, nefarious things. Don't say the quiet part loud. You're not supposed right. to do that, you know, and and the way that Brendan and Piper are going about this, it's it's just brazen. Yes. And stupid. It's How weird. How can you do this dumb? Like Chris, I mean, you know, Chris, see, even though that stuff really didn't work out for him and they <laughs> went into separate vehicles, um, he didn't say anything incriminating on the show. And I actually, I don't think it was anything that bad. It's like they talked a couple of times, uh, just the way he went about being like, I'm all in with Jasenia. And then he was like, psych was just kind of shitty, but mm-hmm. I don't, it's not like, I mean, there's something we never really- saw him. But other people on the beach said that he was being kind of a weird little creeper, like trying to figure out how to grow his social media following, Uh, which makes sense that he would be a little clout chaser because he was a nobody. Yeah, we didn't know him. So Mm -hmm. if he wanted to get any kind of like I could totally believe that. I mean, especially because he came in as one of the two smoke bros and they're both just utter trash. So Mm -hmm. that doesn't surprise me. But at the same time, I wasn't mad 
at him the way I'm mad at Brendan and Piper because it's just so fucking icky. I don't know. The whole thing is icky. Yes, we know that that's a reality of the show. We know you're going to peddle gummy bear vitamins and poop tea. We understand this. But don't, yeah, don't talk about, don't eat the date food. Don't talk about your Instagram following. And the other thing that I thought was, really fucking funny. And and I'm sure you also wrote this down or noticed it was when Piper was like, um, I I was in marketing. Like I got a marketing degree. I would have gotten there on my own. No, you wouldn't have. Sorry. I'm just mad. I'm sorry, Piper. Maybe you could have gotten there on your own. Okay. All right. All right. Let me, I let don't me think back this up. Maybe you could have gotten there on your own. But you and I both know that it was a good marketing strategy to go on the show to grow your following. That was the whole point you did it. But where you shot yourself in the foot was where you said, like, no, I'm like, like, no, I could have gotten there on my own. And when you're talking about like, well, I was at 73 and maybe I'll hit 80 or whatever the hell, you know, like numbers you were talking about. As soon as you do that, that's just like the kiss of death. Like, and so- I have a heart. I don't know where you got your degree from, but I feel like that was a really poor strategy. I don't know what kind of strategies you you put together in your marketing campaign classes, but this wasn't a fucking good one. Okay. So if I was your consultant, I would say you're doing a bad job right now um, because what people like and what will make people get behind you, whether you are a brand, whether you are an influencer, whatever it is, is genuine moments and genuine connection where you're talking about your real life, the real things that you're dealing with, whatever struggles and successes you're having in a way that feels authentic to the person viewing it on the other side. And as soon as you start talking about it in this self-conscious numbers way, and you're not someone who's doing it, I don't know, like, because I follow some YouTubers who talk about um, following and what that means for changing content. And they're, they're doing it from like an analytical standpoint. And they talk about, you know, like that kind of, which I totally get. And so they're like self-conscious because they're trying to like share their perspective on how things feel once they've hit a certain point and like the demands they feel on their content or their time. That's not what she's doing though. She's just trying to get that poop tea contract. Mm-hmm. And so- I just, I don't think you would have gotten there on your own because- I believe her exact words were, I want to make some money. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just like, that's, (sighs) okay, all right, let's, uh, And yeah, I mean- Do I want to go into this or not? Um, I, I think the funny part is, for me at least, is- you know, we, we want these people to be authentic and that is authentically who Piper and Brendan are is they knew each other before (laughs) they're just shitty and they just want to make money because they're, they're attractive people who are at a TV show about attractive people being attractive. And yeah, I mean, they're, they're clearly like just transparently shitty, which is, is great, but we don't want transparently shitty. We want transparently wonderful. And that's not what they are. We just want to follow like nice people who have nice stories or good villains or sexy bimbos or whatever yeah bimbos uh, himbos, and himbos. That's, what I need. <laughs> that's what we want that's what we want we my bimbies and my himbies <laughs> that's what we want to see so yeah i mean it's weird right because like we've we've gotten to know like oh my gosh first of all i just w- want to say like riley 
I've always liked Riley, but he's really coming into his own on this beach. And I really do appreciate the consistency of a lot of the people who are on the beach where it's like, I always thought you were really great. You're continuing to be wonderful. I really like his just stance and his approach to everything. I think he's, he knows when to, um, like stand up for somebody, but not like talk over somebody. I think he's like a true supportive friend type of, and I just am really enjoying him. And I also like, not to fast forward too much, but I really like when he called Blake a stud. I was like, you're very comfortable with who you are. Good for you. Um, Riley, Riley seems like a genuinely good dude. And on top of that, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to watch a show where uh, I see someone who looks exactly like me, you know, like when Riley takes (laughs) his shirt off. Uh, You're I like, like, yeah, I'm, those are my muscles. Yeah, my muscles I, are his it, muscles. Am I looking in a mirror? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, you know, and it's like, I feel like we've gotten to know him a little bit better. We've gotten to know Marissa better. You know, mm-hmm. that's what's fun about the show. I feel like I've gotten to know Serena better. Like I, I didn't, I was just always kind of like, oh, she just seems like quiet and nice. I feel like we've gotten to see so much more of her personality come out like she's so much like I don't know like shinier and you know what I mean and I'm just really enjoying her just kind of being goofy on a beach it's just very nice to watch so it's like that's all you had to do that's that's the assignment is you go to the beach you have a good time you bond with people you make friends you do goofy things you know you talk about ordering bacon or what have you and and then you get your following after. But it's like, yeah, that like self-conscious thing, you're always going to get in your own way. And if you're thinking about things in terms of how is this going to get me the biggest following, you are never going to get a big following. And I can guarantee that because I've seen people do that. And what I equate this with, and I don't want to get into this too much because then we'll talk for three hours. Have you watched Lula Rich yet? No, I have not. Okay. So for those of you who have Prime Video, um, which I'm keeping till mid-October, and I'm very happy <laughs> I had it right now, uh, Lula Rich is a mini series that everyone's talking about right now about Lula Rowe. And there is something very similar, like with MLM boss babes and like Instagram influencers, and sometimes they're one and the same. Sometimes they're separate entities. And there's that, like what they tell these people who participate in these types of businesses, these multi-level marketing businesses, is to like project the life that, you know, people want to have so that they want to come by you, but also like share your struggles and whatever. But it's all done in this very self-conscious way where it's like, Every time they post, they're like calibrating based on the response they get to try to get more reactions the next time to to try to get someone to comment something so they can say, girl, I sent you a DM or whatever. Um, Like, hey, babe. Um, And I don't know. There's something in that with like when you're just like counting your followers and you're measuring each interaction. It's just so disingenuous to me. And it's like. They're just out to make money. You're just out to make money. Why would anybody want to form a genuine connection with you when they know that that's your prime motivation for doing everything you're doing? Your your job, if you're on a reality show, is to entertain people. And you can decide 
what that entertainment looks like, right? Like Mm -hmm. you could just share, you could just drop off the face of the planet after you're on the show. That's totally valid. You could just talk about your life. You could start a vlog. You could decide you want to go into a very niche topic and share something that you're passionate about. There's some people who do that or motivational speaking stuff, as long as you're not Carl, Um, (laughs) you could, you know, you could do those kinds of things, but you can't just, it's like when you, okay, I'm sure you've dealt with a client like this before when you're like, what's your goal? And they're like, make more money. And you're like, okay, uh, that what, like, that's everyone's goal. That's not yeah, specific that's not a, that's enough. Not a specific goal. That's just the thing we'd all like. Yeah. World <laughs> peace. Yeah. It's just like, that's not going to get you anywhere. Okay. Yeah. So, so how, you know, what are you selling? Why do they want it? Why is it important? And when you're, when you have a social media presence, it's the same thing. Like why I Piper, you haven't given me a reason to give a shit about you or what you're doing on the show, or what you're trying to do. Like, Joe started reviewing food, and I was like, this is great. And if you notice, he's still doing it on the beach. (laughs) Do you want a bite of this chicken sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, see, he's on brand, and his brand is a brand I like to follow. I want to watch him do that. You know, there's some people who've been on, you know, The Bachelor, and they do a lot of, like, workout stuff. You know, like Andy Dorfman does like workout stuff and other things. Um, You have given me nothing. All I've heard you talk about is how you want to make money, but you have no message or product or offering to give me the audience member. I'm just trying to put this into context of of the life that you and Maybe I both can, live uh, on a regular basis. She could she could peddle an, an ebook on uh, beach deception. How does that sound? You know what she could do if she was really smart. Piper, if you're listening to this, I know you're our number one fan, even though I was just being a jerk to you. And I'm sorry about that. Um, Here's my advice to you. If you want to take it, it's free advice and it could make you a lot of money. Write a book the same way that Courtney did. Courtney? Courtney, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. From Ben, like way long ago. You know who I'm talking about? From Ben season. Yep. Uh, Old Ben. (laughs) Not new Ben. It's multiple Ben's. We have there's to- like three Ben's. The first Ben, the the vineyard Ben. Um, right? Wasn't her name Courtney? Now I'm like questioning everything. Now you're questioning it. I believe you correct. She yeah. had the book called I'm uh hold on. Courtney, I'm not here to make friends. Yeah, which is like the the amazing line, right? Well, also I've heard her book is really good. I didn't come here to make friends. I will read it. I I still have to get through Bachelor Nation. I did a really silly thing and I started school again. Uh, so Courtney Robertson wrote, I didn't come here to make friends. Out of all of the Bachelor Nation books that have been written, I have heard that hers is the best one, the most interesting, the most well-written the best one you can, you can read. So Piper, I mean, you're coming in as a totally different type of villain. If you, if you wrote a book about just like how effed up it was that you came in and did this stuff, you might actually get some money out of it. If you really want to make money, that's the way to do it. But Mm -hmm. anyway, well, cause there's nothing compelling or sympathetic about her right now. She's just an asshole. Um, she just, yeah, they, she just totally shot herself in the foot and it's like, it's and like, they just kept going and it's yeah. like, 
if you didn't keep talking about it, they would have nothing to film. So mm-hmm. shut up. Stop talking about it. And then yeah. they're like, oh, I didn't do anything wrong. And then the other thing that's super gross is that Brendan was still going on about like, it's yeah, neither one of them have any software. I shouldn't just vil- villainize Piper. Brendan sucks too, but I feel like I spent more time talking about him sucking last week. Um that he just kept going on and talking about like, well, you know, Natasha didn't have any prospects here. So I really don't see what the big deal is. Like, stop saying that. That's such a shitty thing to say. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to gain you any favor with anyone on the internet? I, yeah, it's it's just embarrassing. It's just a Across walking joke. Anyway, mm-hmm. so... They're like, and then they did that thing that was like, you can't fire me, I quit. And they were like, we're leaving of our own free will. It's totally not peer pressure. And everyone yeah. was like, we just don't we are like not the vibe you. on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't lie. I just withheld information. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Brendan. I hate, I just hated the whole situation. It was just bad. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, there's something, there's something really weird about that. Like I was just watching, um, so, like, I mentioned bravo, bravo, fucking bravo, because, like, there's been more fourth wall breaking on Real Housewives in the last few seasons than there ever was. They just kind of started doing it more. Mm-hmm. And one thing that they revealed, like, just recently was if you say bravo, 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 like, over what you're saying, you know, it's kind of like that episode of 30 Rock where they were, like, singing to Uptown Girl. <laughs> To avoid yeah. having something get picked up. Although, I don't know if that would have really worked. I, I've been thinking about that a lot. Anyway, um, so, because <laughs> could it be parody? I don't know. But they they do those kinds of things to, like, you know, stop the action and then, like, say what they want to say or whatever. And uh, I was watching, like, a behind-the-scenes episode, and they were like, where's that bad Bravo music? We want some of that piped in. Because, like, you know, anytime they're at dinner or whatever, they can't, like, play music that they have to get a license to. So they just play, like, really weird, shitty, generic music. But I just thought it was so funny that they were just like, give us that bad Bravo music. And it made me think of that one scene, you know, where uh, on Bachelor in Paradise when everyone was dancing at the tight-ass party. And I was like, I'm sure it was that kind of music that they were piping in. So in case like microphones picked it up, they wouldn't have to worry about, you know, licensing or whatever. And um, I don't know. My point is like those moments are interesting sometimes, but like if they get too, if they get too like behind the scenes, then it kind of ruins the whole thing. It like... It's like it's like the Truman Show. It like shatters everything, and then you can't enjoy it anymore. And I don't know. Like I liked. I keep thinking about that scene last or a couple years ago. That was like, don't eat the date food. Like that was really funny. But when they start talking about kind of, I think it's like once you get beyond production, and you're talking about like your professional life after this. And it has to do with your following. That's just when it just falls apart for me. That does that make sense? I feel like I took a really long time to say that. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. Like, I, no, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, I don't know. I know it happens. And I also will, like, support your stuff if I if I think you're interesting. Like, you know, I shopped at Gray Suede. I've looked at mm-hmm. Jilly Boxes. Like, hell yeah, dude. 100%. We definitely looked at Jilly Boxes. <laughs> I did check in with Jilly Boxes the other day, too. Um, but yeah, like I, 
And if I like you and I think you're like a genuinely interesting person who happened to land a good platform, I'm going to support that. But yeah, it's just like, it feels like when people, a lot of times when people join MLMs, just at the promise of, well, you're going to get really rich. You're just going to make a lot of money. <laughs> and you're like, oh, like that's it? <laughs> like no meaning or <laughs> no. just money, you know? And you're like, oh. And then we get to watch uh, Riley and Marissa uh, do things with, with whipped cream, including toes on a dirty, sandy beach. Okay, so like I get that they have like big time sexual chemistry, but but I I I don't need to see like whipped cream toe suckage out of beach. Like I was just like, what? <laughs> I do appreciate Wells. This is one of the quotes I pulled from this week. If you can suck a toe, you can get engaged at the end of this thing. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's, I would actually rather get engaged to a stranger after a few weeks than suck a dirty beach toe. I, <laughs> I think every, well, I shouldn't say everyone I've clearly not everyone. Yeah. Clearly not everyone. Yeah. Um, but you know, good for that. I mean, God, I would be really surprised. I feel like they were kind of trying to tease like, what's going to happen next week? Is Marissa going to change her mind? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Did you see what just happened? No, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. But that would be good TV. Um, James and Tia as an unconventional couple. That was weird. And then, okay, Tammy and Thomas. Can we talk about Tammy and Thomas? Because Tammy, just let him go. He's doing you a favor. Just walk away. Tammy and Becca are two of, like, my favorite people to ever be on, you know, bachelor shows and they are both terrible at picking people and they both had like good ideas for a hot minute and then walked away and I was like what are you what are you doing what are you doing like you both had something going with Aaron that was like you were on a good track and then you were both interested in Thomas like what his sworn nemesis how dare you how dare you oh my god it was so bad, at the, it, but it was really super painful to watch Tammy try to get Thomas back. That was like, like I, I was, I was like gouging at my own eyes during that, especially the part where, yeah, where she's like, you're my best friend. It's like, do you know anyone else in the world? <laughs> it was just really, it was, it was, Fuck. I mean, you know, I know Demi was like kicking herself, feeling like she looked like a fool. Uh, but Tammy's got you beat, Demi. I mean, it was like so cringy. I, I hope she's like kicking herself right now. I haven't actually checked in with her post or anything, but I was just like, Ugh. I think, I think honestly, she was probably feeling um, like vulnerable, extra vulnerable. Cause it was her like birthday. Yeah, it's just it's just fucked up because it's just like it's her birthday. Thomas is is like, hey, I he basically breaks up with her in the worst way possible. <laughs> and then on top of that, it's just I, it's it's just sad. It's all sad. And then she she kind of does this like desperate attempt to win him back. And then she's just sobbing and she says that she had COVID and this is worse than COVID. Like, I don't <laughs> I actually think it is. 
Oh, God. I just, it was really sad. And I was just like, Tammy, like, I'm always rooting for Tammy. Always, always, always. When she puts her foot in her mouth, when she comes for Michaela, your Kayla, I just, I still love her. She can do no wrong in my eyes. She, you know, it's like everyone's got like that housewife, that bachelor contestant who can like, you're just like, doesn't matter. Don't care. Gonna love them anyway. Like, it's just like when she, yeah, when she was like, I had COVID and this is worse. <laughs> it was just so sad. And actually, so, but she's got a good sense of humor. Yesterday on her Instagram, she posted how it went versus how it's going. And the first picture was her sadly like eating a piece of cake or a cupcake or whatever in the limo. And then the second picture is her all glammed up in a like very cute outfit with a piece of cake smiling. And she's like, it's okay to be sad, but then you pick yourself back up, be a badass bitch that you are, and take on the world. <laughs> Good for you. Go for you, Tammy. Tammy, thank you for being you and all your bad decisions and all your emotional outbursts. And it's just, it, you are endlessly entertaining and I appreciate who you are. Yeah, she just really totally owns who she is. And she, you know, she really does lay it all out there. Um, oh, here. So she also posted. So this is what she posted on Instagram too, like right before that. And she's got pictures of her with cake and pictures of her with Demi and stuff. And, um, she said proof that a little bit of cake makes everything better. If you told me last year I was going to be vulnerable on TV, I'd never believe you. I spent my entire childhood always being the strong one, always having to have it together because failure, weakness, and drowning in self-pity was not an option. I have a tough exterior to protect myself, making me emotionally unavailable. But I promised myself going into paradise, I tried my best to be in tune with my emotions and let myself be vulnerable. I grew up thinking being vulnerable meant being weak when in fact, it's the complete opposite. Showing vulnerability is very tough. It took a lot for me to let my walls down. I really opened my heart and gave so much of my trust. Although I didn't find love this time around, this showed me that I'm capable of possibly getting there again. Maybe third time's the charm. Wink. Hashtag Bachelor Nation. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise. Like, that's how you do it. That's yeah. how you do the show. That's that's how you do everything. Like, okay, her, when I last checked in with her, we should look at her cameo. Uh, last time I checked in with her, I could have gotten a cameo from her for $26, which I should have done. <laughs> and what's, I, her, what's her going right now? Well, I'm checking right now because I'm like, oh, no. It says notify me when available. So it doesn't look like she is doing cameo at the moment. But remember David Spade made that joke. Like, I look forward to paying you all to say happy birthday to me on cameo later. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was really fucking funny. Uh, But yeah, so. Yeah, I. um, (laughs) She also posted on Twitter the picture of her in the limo eating the cake all sad. And she wrote new profile photo. See, she's like, and she actually made it her new profile photo on Twitter. (laughs) That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You know? Oh my God. So, um, I just really, yeah, like that's, that makes me want to follow you. That makes me want to buy the gummy bear vitamins you're selling me. (laughs) The poop tea. Well, I don't know. If I'll You're probably not going to buy the poop, poop tea. tea. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Even for Tammy, I don't think I would buy poop tea. <laughs> um, 
Oh, and then apparently people were asking her where she got her white dress from that she was wearing last night. Oh, her Twitter is really fucking good. She goes, guys, I forgot where I got my white dress. I'm sorry. As soon as I landed in San Diego, I threw it in the trash. LMAO. <laughs> God. <laughs> she, like, I, she really does just like put it all out there. And, and I really do love that. You know, and uh, oh, yeah. And then people uh, Bachelor in Paradise tweeted and said, to be honest, wondering if birthdays on Bachelor in Paradise are cursed. I would agree with that. I would say, yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, Okay. anyway, so that was a really I'm really proud of her. Good for her. Thomas is doing you a favor in secret because he sucks. Um, And then so so that was a hard moment. And then, you know, I know that Tammy feels cheated but also mm-hmm. she walked away from Aaron so I don't know what to say about any of that you had a good he was he was into you and he was protecting you <laughs> Aaron so. is so funny to me Aaron's just, just like, my favorite <laughs> he's like into just like just general order and respect <laughs> and he like concerns himself with being like I don't know like beach cop it's, it's like dude you could be making out with models and you're just and he's like, how could you do that with my sworn nemesis? Yeah. <laughs> that's straight trash behavior. Yeah. It's uh, like you're, you're kind of missing the point, man. Oh, uh, but I love it. I just love it. Um, so I'm looking to see. Oh, so she decided not to keep going with Aaron because she felt like he was scolding her when she was kissing Thomas. So she was on the fence. And then when he did that, she was like, nah, forget it. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't think she got slut shame. She said she got slut shame. I don't think that was like that. I was just, I think, I don't think Aaron would have cared as much if it was anyone else on the beach. It was specifically because it was Thomas. Like, because mm-hmm. he he was like pursuing other people and then they pursued stuff with other people and he wasn't like, that's straight trash behavior. Um, but anyway, so that happened. And then here, the most, in the most dramatic twist ever, Natasha gets her own rose. How about that? That was nice. That? It was I good. thought that was very sweet. Natasha has gotten the most favorable edit of any human being alive, and she deserves it. She deserves she is it. an angel. I love her. Yeah, she's great. She's so great. And she didn't do, yeah, she didn't do anything wrong. She she was just like, she put it all out there. She was focused on one person, and they ended up being a lying snake in the grass. Mm-hmm. And, um, Wells posted and said, as the bartender, I can kick you out. As the master of ceremonies, I can keep you in. Natasha deserved to stay. End of story. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Like, she didn't deserve anything that was happening to her. She hadn't, like, and it's not like she had pursued multiple people or flip-flopped or anything where it's like, well, can anyone do that? You know, like, she, yeah. So, good. (sighs) Good for her. I was really happy to see that. But then, you know... Maybe like not the best thing happens in a minute. But first, I just want to say the surprising things that happened during the rose ceremony were Kendall and Ivan. I didn't even know that they were talking. I mean, it's clear that Kendall isn't really that interested, right? Like, no, not interested at all. He's a very sweet guy, but 
I don't think. Yeah, I don't see it. Um, and then Aaron picked Chelsea, which is interesting too because we haven't seen them spend a lot of time together yet. So yeah, not sure about that. Um, okay, Lil John kind of did what I said he was going to do. Which show was, up and yell. <laughs> well, no, not be in character all the time. Like he was just like. You know, everyone's, he was just like, well, I'm really excited to be here. And I was like, oh, it's nice to hear Lil John like, not yell. It's nice to hear his real voice in addition to his character voice. It was fun. Um, and then, but I liked his rolling in with an ATV on that date and said, like, don't ruin my security deposit. That's a good joke. Uh, let's see. Um, Blake, so Blake comes in. He goes on this date. So was Blake just guy? like a week one guy? He said he was on clear season. I do not recall him at all. How well, how long was he around? I I need a I need a, a Blake must, breakdown. It must have been one episode, maybe two. But uh, but we to be fair, we only had like four episodes with Claire. Yeah, that's true. Um, he was known as Taddy Daddy, apparently. By who? I, I don't mean, I know. know. That's what they then. called him. They were like, "It's Taddy Daddy." Um, do you do you think like are, are they fed these names or like? <laughs> Did they come up with them on their own? How did you we don't want to be called daddy? Tatty Daddy? Okay, uh, that's up to you. I, I, I guess. don't know, but no one would. I don't have any tattoos. I guess that they'd call me that if I was like a tattletale and a I father. Want someone to call me Tatty Daddy. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, you, you're more of a Tatty Daddy than I am. Yes, I sure am. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think he's good looking. I was a little confused by the the head to neck ratio, but outside of that, I think he's good looking. Um, and I wasn't surprised that Tia was interested. They make sense to me. And when he asked her out and James was like, should I be worried? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) duh. What do you mean? Should I be worried? She's going out with Taddy Daddy. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, and James is incredible. Like (laughs) Aaron has been on the beach, just being the beach cop, not really connecting with anyone, but it's like, that's fine. Whereas James is like, the least compelling man alive. <laughs> and, I mean, he yes. arrived in a box. Like, it's just like not a good start. And then it just gets worse from there. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's funny though. Cause he has like, he's, he doesn't seem bad or anything. He just seems like a, he, he's kind of a dweeb, but not in an endearing way. <laughs> There's nothing that likable about him. And Anyone who just happens to be incidentally single latches onto him briefly, and then as soon as something better comes along, they they jump ship. Accidentally James single. Is <laughs> like he is the perennial second option for every yeah. woman. That's really freaking sad. Um, but also. I still don't know what he's doing on the beach because he just doesn't even seem like a beach guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe maybe he's a boardwalk guy, but I don't think he's a beach guy. Um, so that whole thing is real strange. Uh, but yeah, like, it's like, yeah, should you be worried about like a tatted up piece of fresh meat coming on the beach? Yes, you should. And then Tia said that she felt her vagina dance. <laughs> <laughs> Which that I was, whole like, thing was wait, just what did she just say? <laughs> and then she said it like three more times. And then a cow mood, and then she's like, Yeah, that cow's vagina's dancing too. <laughs> what? It was just weird because I feel like Tia went from being like, My church group can't hear about this to like my vagina's dancing. And I was like, What happened? Yeah. 
Uh, you know what's really interesting too about this season of Bachelor in Paradise is there's so many people on the beach they cannot follow them all every episode. Yeah. So I 100% forget people are there. I have like no object permanence when it comes to this beach. And then all of a sudden like Tia's back and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot Tia was here. Oh yeah, Becca's here. Weird. <laughs> you know, like that keeps happening to me as I'm like, oh, are they still here? Uh, okay. The, the pleasant cool. surprise of someone popping up. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Um, so, so the, obviously that date goes well. James is not long for this world. Unless no. No he tries to. No even remember his name. No, if he like barnacles onto someone, he may be able to make it through, but I He's doubt the it. Barnacle of paradise. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I could envision is if nobody else shows up for Natasha, she'll like form an alliance with James and he'll pick her too. You know what I mean? Like I could see that happening and I mean, even though he's like kind of odd, he's like doesn't actually seem to be a bad guy. He's no, just he's this, not dangerous. No, no, he's harmless, but like it's just not working for him. Uh so yeah, we'll see how that whole thing goes um we get a little shot of riley and marissa like lady in the tramping <laughs> <laughs> i don't there's too much food stuff with them they're always slurping things i don't uh, you know and they know what they like hang up yeah i know they they're know in love they, they, like. they like to slurp noodles out of each other we get it <laughs> They're very, I mean, they really obviously like each other a lot and it's very cute. And I really do hope nothing ruins it because I'm enjoying it and I don't want anything to get in the way of that. Um, so then Dr. Joe comes on. I do remember Dr. Joe because he was on for a little while. He just didn't get a ton of play. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Dr. He, Joe's a good guy. He really does seem like like the total package, right? Like good looking, successful, seems like very sweet. And everyone's rooting for him to get on this beach and hang out with Natasha. And he asks her out first. So like, it's like everything's heading in the right direction. And, and they're like on the state and then you, they go cut to the beach and everyone's like, well, I hope she doesn't talk about what happened with Brendan because he's like best friends with Brendan. And they're like, well, yeah, she's not going to say anything. She wouldn't jeopardize it like that. And they're like, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. And I'm like, oh, no, it's not going to be fine. (laughs) Oh, it was so bad. It was so hard to watch this whole slow moving car wreck. I was just like, no, don't say it. Because it's like, I want Natasha to have everything good in this world. And. He seems very cool. They seem to have a really good date. And then he was just like, I'm so amazed. How are you still single? How are you still here? Ugh. And she was like, well, uh, I I didn't think I this would be the situation. He's like, why not? She's like, well, you know. And then she starts talking about Brendan. And then as soon as he said, my Brendan, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> It was, this was bad. Yeah. As soon as he said my Brendan, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> and he sounded like pained. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh fuck. Like, Which is, this is bad. Yeah, it is bad because I mean, even thinking about how Brendan didn't get booted from the beach with Piper immediately, it's because everybody liked him. Oh, Brendan, he's such a nice guy, which is, I mean, that's all I could pretty much make of him before he, uh, you know, proved himself to be a real piece of shit is he just seemed like a vaguely nice guy who wasn't that interesting, uh, but everyone liked him. And now it's like, no, he's he's shitty. 
But everyone's like, no, not Brendan. You know, clearly Brendan. And this guy should know, too, because if he's friends with him, I'm sure he knows about the relationship with Piper to a degree. And it's like, dude, like, put two and two together. Your friend did something shitty. And sometimes friends do shitty things. Like, just accept that. But Natasha speaks to this, and it is 100% accurate. She's like, yeah, as soon as I told him, the whole mood changes. And yeah. she knows. And yeah, you could see it. Even when they're walking away, he's like, wow, Brendan. You're like, oh, my God. So yeah, it, it's like the temperature dropped. It was bad. It was, it was really, real bad. Really I feel bad. so bad for Natasha. I do too, because it was just like, uh, like this guy would have been a great, uh, like this sucks. Um, I'm looking through Brendan's photos and stuff. There's a lot of photos with him and Dr. John, and um, so that's obvious that uh, yeah, that wouldn't have been such a good thing. Uh, so also, um. Brandon hasn't posted on Instagram in more than two weeks, which is really funny. Mm. And the last thing he posted is just like pictures of him on the beach smiling and stuff. And all the comments are like, Natasha is a queen. How dare you? It's not fair how you led Natasha on. You should have let her form of connection. Here before the comment section turns off. You've really disappointed me, Brendan, shaking my head. Kind of leading <laughs> women on. Super unattractive quality. Natasha is a queen in all caps. <laughs> you can just take Piper. It's okay. Justice for Natasha. Threw away a queen for a Oh, that's not nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Natasha is too hot for you anyways. Uh, emoji of a trash can. <laughs> Yeah, an emoji sums it up pretty well. Natasha straight dodged a bullet. She sure did. Influencer wannabe. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, it, it, the, the sad thing here is you didn't have to do it this way. It didn't have to happen this way. Really. Like, Time to you, deactivate your account, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, it's bad. Like he, his his social media really fucking imploded. And I think a lot of people are not going to. um respond like i i don't know if there's any coming back from this do you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah um especially because he's not that interesting no no and you know it's not I mean? like he had he had like a falling out with someone who is more volatile or has villainous tendencies like if if he would have had i mean he did have a bit of a falling out with demi and if that was the only thing before then he could have come back from that yeah, yeah you can bounce back from that you cannot bounce back from sweet, innocent Natasha and just demolishing her like that. That's not cool. She's like everyone's favorite right now. Everyone's like, you look so bad right now. You look, it's so embarrassing. It is not a good look. And like, yeah, I'm looking through his posts and there was one that he posted three weeks ago that said, tell me a funny joke or whatever. And one of them said, you going on paradise, even though you're already in a relationship. Um, here's a, a joke, joke. The guy in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> these are good. Yeah, yeah. These are these are pretty good. I'm sorry, sir. You expect a joke after posting this? Um, oh, never mind. She's just saying he's hot. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, need to be on TV so you play with people's feelings. Lame. Uh, <laughs> this pick is not a joking matter. Okay, all right. Come on, thirst trap. Um. Oh, someone said, Brandon, I hope you're not caught up in the drama and BIP. You know the producers love ratings. This aged poorly. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> I really, yeah, I haven't really like checked in with anyone and I'm like, oh yeah, I really should have. Um, yeah, it's interesting because Piper's still at 77, uh, which was, I think around where she was. And it says masters in marketing. Oh, that's just embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you. Yeah. That's... Uh, you're not using your master's degree at all. I'm sorry. Not doing great. Not doing great. Yeah. Um, you're actually proud of what you did. Tonight's episode has me unfollowing. Literally go home. Also, is, is that a thing? If you get a master's in marketing degree, you automatically get like 100,000 Instagram followers? Does Apparently, that that's what she thinks, but oh. uh, she's wrong. Why the actual fuck are you wasting everyone's time, LMAO? Both of y'all should have stayed home. <laughs> Ah, God, this is really bad. Yeah, she just posted like an innocuous thing a week ago that was like, can you teach me how to tie my sweater top? OMG. And, um, ugh, it's really, it's really bad. Sad shit. Yeah, it's some (laughs) sad shit. Um, oh my gosh. Well, at least in this episode, we have, we have the sad, the ongoing sadness that is, Natasha's entire character arc. Um, but how happy are you for Joe right now? Oh, very happy. Oh, sorry. Real quick. That can you teach me how to tie my sweater top was Kit. And everyone's coming on to Kit's comment on Piper's saying, don't associate with Piper. We were rooting for you, Kit. Um, which is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, um, the kid will be fine. She's a gazillionaire. There's someone who yeah. knows how to build a brand. Dude, Kit's great. I, build, I love Kit. Uh, will not purchase any products you're associated with. Unfollow. Sorry, I just, I'm going to read through all these later. But uh, it's pretty interesting that she's still at the same following number because of the way that she decided to go about this. So that's embarrassing. Uh, anyway, so I'm so happy for Joe. I think everything's going great for him. And oh, the there's so, here's what I like about Joe and Serena. They are just like such a normal couple. They're just like very normal and very sweet and very cute. I like their dynamic. Their I food like, stuff isn't weird. No, I like that <laughs> Serena called him out and said, like you're a sloppy eater and he's he's like like, oh "Oh." no (laughs) and then she's like am i and he's like no and he was just like that's nonsense i'm shutting that down right now it's very sweet uh (laughs) but he's like you know you gotta show he's like listen i've been pulling out all the steps here i've been getting you things and the least you could do is order me bacon in the morning (laughs) (laughs) and she's like i'll order you bacon and he's like that's more like it (laughs) they're just like oh it's so cute like He's very, it's a very sweet relationship. You can tell she's super she's so giddy happy about it. She's yeah. just like, I like Joe. You know, it's so cute. They said the L word, L word and like Kendall is not doing hot, which I do feel bad about because I really like Kendall too. And mm-hmm. it's hard to watch. I think she should probably leave. Yeah. I, just I don't for think her she, own there's sake. no reason for her to be there really. Yeah. Like what, what would her reason be? realizing that pretty quickly. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if at by next week she's gone. Like yeah. if you know, and maybe what she'll do is stick around to give her rose to someone and then leave. Mm-hmm. That, that seems likely. Would, that seems that's very on would be on brand for Kendall. Like do something nice for someone and then leave. Um so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But I would feel awkward if like I wasn't ready to move on and I was at the same beach as an ex and like I'm watching them 
like hit it off with somebody. Ugh, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's hard too, right? Because I think she's feeling that issue too. It's like Serena's really great, <laughs> so it's not like you can like hate her. You know, you can't be like, uh, like fuck her. When I, like, because she's like so nice. Oh, for sure. So, so you can't be like, well, who needs her? Like, that's not going to work for you. So you have to just be like, oh, well. Good for them, I guess. (laughs) You know, I got to get out of here. So I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she left. Maybe she'll give Ivan a rose and then go. I don't know. Because I think Ivan is a good guy too. I just don't think Paradise is really the place for Ivan, which is why he's not. He doesn't have the right personality for it, to be completely honest. Well, yeah, it's just, I mean, and yeah, Dr. John, hard to say if he'll survive through this. To, to you know um mm-hmm. but maybe he will we'll see but yeah. that yeah that whole thing was uh really awkward and weird um and i'm excited to see where it goes though and i'm excited to see who's coming because there's more people coming holy cow i mean there's plenty of <laughs> At people what point already is, is there a cutoff for any of this that's what <laughs> i want to know seen that there's never been this that never before seen a bachelor in Paris. So many people on the fucking beach. Uh, so it's pretty, yeah, I don't know. I think they're just like, well, we had to quarantine a certain amount of people, mm-hmm. right, to get them to go. So we just decided to hedge our bets and, like, bring in everybody. And then at one point we just decided, fuck it, we're just going to put everyone on this beach. <laughs> and that's what they did. That's all you need. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. I actually kind of hope they do this more often, put more people on the beach because it's enjoyable to watch and, and they have more stuff to film. So it's got to be better for them too, because they've got yeah. more material to work with. So as long as they can accommodate it, I think this should continue after this year, they should keep doing it this way. Um, okay. I don't remember all of them, but I loved all of Aaron's facts at the end of this. <laughs> he was like, uh, you know, Thomas is trash. That's a fact. <laughs> oh my god like what were all i'm trying to remember his facts like he was just like he, like james is the best that's a fact <laughs> natasha's an angel that's a fact <laughs> and he's like i know that this all sound like they sound like opinions but like trust me i've been here for a month and these are just, i know a few things <laughs> these are just big facts big facts <laughs> But it's like he knows what he's doing because at the end of it, he starts laughing like I he just fully has has um, invested into his character on the beach. Like he knows the role he's supposed to play and he's doing it beautifully. And I'm just, you know, and it's like, hey, look, you didn't need a master's in marketing to do that, did you? No, just natural. That's pure, uncut. This is the first time I've looked at his Instagram, or at least the first time in a long time I've looked at his Instagram <laughs> and his bio. His bio says, I just want to die before my heart fails from heartbreak or cocktails. Is that a is that like a lyric or something? No, no but it sums up Bachelor in Paradise pretty well. Is, are you sure? It sounds like a yeah, it is. It is. Oh, it is. What's what song is it from? Uh, it's from a band called Eden Rock and Roll. Hmm. I don't know. I what will that listen is. to it and I will report back on whether I like it or not. I was like, come on, he's like, he's like, a- well, I don't know, he's a little too young for this. Maybe I was going to say he's like AOL Instant Messenger lyric guy, but maybe he had a MySpace. I don't know. Um. 
<laughs> he said, I know, he, last thing he posted was, I know I look like a soft six in this, but I'm on gang shit with y'all and that's facts. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. And then, and then James responded by saying, I know you may think these are opinions. <laughs> and he wrote, they'd be wrong in thinking that. <laughs> I just really like when you, when you super duper invest in a character, I'm always going to like it. I'm always going to be on your side. Um, and I actually, yeah, I think he's actually kind of funny. And I do. There's a picture of him with Mike the Virgin on his Instagram from five days ago. And there's like a space in between them. And he's like looking at him very, you know, sweetly. And he said, we always make sure to leave room for Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's why you're my favorite. That's why you're my favorite, because you say really ridiculous things all the to- time. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, and he said, the amount of love coming my way is insane. I can't express how grateful I am for each positive, loving comment. You know, I always keep it raw and real. So believe me when I say, I love y'all. Oh, that's, that's sweet. What a softie. What a softie. Very cute. Very cute. Very cute. I want him to have all good things. He should have all green lights when he has a morning commute. <laughs> um. All right. Great. Well, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, next week, Tuesday. Until then, stay safe, friends. Enjoy the beginnings of football season. Get yourself a pumpkin spice latte if you're feeling chuggy. And, uh, you know, don't let anyone tell you you can't wear an infinity scarf. Yeah, and don't do needle drugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I want a pumpkin spice latte. Decorative guard season, motherfucker. I'm the chuggiest cute boy around. <laughs>